Hello everybody and welcome back to Straight Outta Cloin 2.0 with me, your host, of course, Joseph, sometimes Dylan Turl. If you were at the last RCW show, you understand that reference. But I am just pretty much 24 hours removed from RCW's most recent show, which was a lot of fun. And yeah, obviously I need to address the elephant in the room that there was no episode on Friday and I didn't really post about there not being an episode on Friday. And that's because that was a very, very late decision made by me. Uh, There is a couple of things I need to address as to why there was no episode on Friday. And it also kind of ties in as to why I was nearly not at the most recent RCW show, but I made sure that I was going to be there. So, if you remember the last episode before this, it was the WrestleMania preview episode, and... I didn't feel too great before I started recording that episode, and I felt even worse afterwards. And I felt like I had just said a lot of words, and then I just rushed through it, which is really disappointing, because I think that could have been a great episode. But I really just felt awful. Uh, I was dying sick for at least three or four days at that stage, uh, with a a, a bit of a chest cold, and it didn't seem to be getting any better. And then it was really weird. Friday I actually felt fine. Saturday and Sunday I felt okay. Monday I felt a bit meh, but I thought, look, I've just stayed up really late two nights in a row to watch WrestleMania. Maybe it's just a bit of fatigue. But then Tuesday I woke up and I couldn't breathe. I legit could not breathe and it was really, really scary. Now, thankfully, it was just, you know, a bit of uh, trapped, um, not even trapped wind. It was just a bit of a trapped cough and eventually a lot of the air started coming out. But I just felt horrific. Now, in the place where I work, a few people were suffering with similar symptoms. And, you know, I kind of realized then, okay, something is just going around. But the entire week leading up to Friday, I felt absolutely miserable. I have never felt so fucking sick in my entire life. Apart from, you know, maybe the time I had the swine flu. That was actually pretty bad. But, you know, in my adult life... I don't think I'd ever felt so sick, and I was so annoyed and so disappointed because it meant I had to pull out of a couple of things. It meant, obviously, I couldn't record this episode, I couldn't go to jiu-jitsu classes, which was really, really frustrating, and that obviously meant that this episode got delayed till now. But RCW, obviously, was, uh, you know, the most recent RCW show was this past Friday, and I had to make sure that I couldn't miss that, so... Yeah, a lot of things had to get sacrificed, and uh, there was a brief moment on that Tuesday where I thought, oh god, I feel fucking awful, like, what if I have to pull out? But uh, as I say, that's where some sacrifices had to come in, and, you know, as much as I love this show, and as much as I love going to jiu-jitsu, RCW had to be the priority for this week, it just had to be, because, you know, people were relying on me for that, and, you know, there aren't many wrestling referees in Cork, lads, so... You know, it was just something that had to be done. But, listen, now we have a special bank holiday edition of Straight Outta Cloin 2.0. And also, that means that there will be two episodes of Straight Outta Cloin 2.0 this week. Because I will have an episode on Friday as well. An episode that I'm actually quite excited for. Because it's a bit of a throwback to something I did on the original Straight Outta Cloin. uh, Which was a lot of fun. It was actually one of the last episodes that I did on that show. And, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I think I might have referenced it already on this show, but anyways, whatever. Let's just get on with it. So yeah, uh, RCW's uh, Good Friday show just took place. Uh, That's just what Jesus said, sir. A lot of fun. 
Uh, it was really cool. I got to referee a session Moth Martina match for the very first time. And her entrance, as much fun as it was, holy shit, it was exhausting. And it was definitely the most uncomfortable I've ever felt during an entrance, but for all the right reasons. I'll, I'll leave it to that. If you were there, you understand. If you weren't there, then make sure you check out the show whenever it's up on YouTube. Which it could be by now, but probably not. But uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. And obviously, as I said, WrestleMania was last week. God, it was weird. It was really weird. I'm still kind of not entirely sure how I feel about WrestleMania. Like, the show itself was... It was very enjoyable. And I, I, I did have a good time watching it. But I'm still a bit unsure as to how I feel about the main event. When I say unsure, I actually, let me take that back. I'm not unsure. I'm just not very happy with how the main event ended. I just think it was the right time for Roman to drop the titles... I think Cody was perfectly, like, he was at the perfect level of being over. And for someone to, like, you know, conquer that reign. Pun intended. Um, you know, I, I just think the stars had aligned. Everything made sense. And, you know, in wrestling, sometimes things might look obvious. But obvious doesn't always mean bad. And as much as, you know, they're saying they want Roman to get to 1,000 days and stuff. You see, my issue with that is... Do people still care about that? Do people really care, as my voice just cracks, about Roman Reigns holding a title for a thousand days? Like, good for him. And, like, listen, his run overall has been so much fun. And he's had a lot of great matches. You know, he, he's really been... You know, because Roman is someone who, obviously, the fans rejected for such a long time. And since he turned heel back in late 2020, like, he's just completely, like rejuvenated his career and it's been a really enjoyable journey but someone actually at the RCW show made a great point about it you know when a TV show just it, like it, it can be a fantastic show it could be on for five or six seasons and everyone's really enjoying it but you know when a TV show just feels like it's gone on too long and it should have ended however many years ago like I've never really watched The Office but a lot of people say that about The Office I've never really um I haven't watched a lot of, like, recent Simpsons episodes, but a lot of people know that The Simpsons has probably, you know, overstayed its welcome in a lot of ways. I think that's where we're at now with Roman Reigns' title reign. Or maybe not right now, but I think eventually we will get there. Where it gets to a point where it's like, hmm, you know, I think this, you know, this has gone on a bit too long. And I think we'll always look back on... WrestleMania this year as the time where it should have ended. You know, a lot of people will argue that it could have been Sami Zayn uh, in Montreal. You know, some people will say Drew McIntyre clashed the castle. Obviously, I was there live. But I think that I could forgive those two more if Cody had won at WrestleMania. I just think it was the perfect time to do it. And obviously, then we got the big news, you know, the day after WrestleMania that Endeavor, the parent company of UFC, have acquired WWE, and obviously the companies will be merging under one um, financial group. Now, obviously, UFC and WWE will still be two separate entities in terms of, you know, the, the promotions themselves. They'll be two separate brands, but, you know, that'll be interesting to see where it goes in terms of, you know, partnerships and crossovers and whatnot. And some people think that's why the uh, title stayed on Roman, that, you know, he's such a marketable... Um, character and a, and a recognisable name but I don't think I mean if anything that would be all the more reason to put the belt on Cody with the, the, the rise 
you know, that he's had as I nearly bring up my dinner, even though I haven't had dinner at the time of recording. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I don't think that's enough of a reason. I think even if this sale wasn't happening, I think Roman was going to retain. It just seemed to be the decision that was made. You know, some people think Vince, you know, had too much of an influence on it, but I, I, I really don't think so. I think this was a, this was the decision that had been made weeks in advance. And I'm still a bit deflated by it. I, I think I actually said it, I made a TikTok about it not too long after, where I said that it was the most deflated I'd been after a wrestling match for such a long time. Like, with Sammy, I was disappointed, but not like in a, oh, that was definitely the wrong decision. It was just, I really fell into the story, and it was great. With Cody, I just think it was like, man, like that really felt like the right time to pull the trigger and just, you know, have Roman drop the belt. But they didn't do it, and... You know, we'll see how it goes. I hope they can revive it. I really hope they can. I just fear that now Roman Reigns is becoming that TV show that overstayed its welcome. Where, you know, like you know, you should be ending it while it's at a height. But now I feel like when he does eventually drop the belt, it'll be at a stage where people are just like, thank God he's finally dropped it. And I don't think that's good for the person winning the title. I think that's actually, I think that actually has a bit of a negative effect on them. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I just think that this was something that made so much sense. And I think that they've tried to do something completely different. Not completely different. They're trying to do something uh, completely shocking to throw everyone off. And listen, they succeeded in that regard. But I don't know in the long run, is it going to work out? I think it's very, sh- it's, it's, it's short term thinking, in my opinion. But we'll see where it goes. Obviously, in other wrestling news, AEW have decided to do a show at Wembley Stadium. I still can't believe this. I still can't believe that All Elite Wrestling, a wrestling company that's four years old, not even, is going to be doing a show in the UK's biggest stadium. And you'd think I'm really, or you think I'd be really excited for it. I have no desire to go over to it. I have no desire really to even watch it. And I think this could be a big mistake on AEW's part. Like, by all means, do a show in London. But do it at Wembley Arena. Or do it at the O2 Arena. Don't do it at Wembley Stadium. Like, they are not going to get anywhere near full capacity. They're going to have to give away so many tickets. And even then, like, there's only a certain amount of people you can offer those tickets to. And, like, for me, there's no real big match that screams Wembley main event like I I spoke to some of the guys at RCW about it and you know some of them said Mox versus MJF or Kenny Omega versus MJF and I'm like these aren't bad matches but they don't make me want to spend that type of money to go over to London to Wembley Stadium to see it like I mean WWE I think would struggle to sell out Wembley Stadium I think they'd do a better job than AEW would but it's just, it, it really is a clear sign of someone, in my opinion, trying to run before they can walk. It's like, dude, like, you know, you gotta crawl first. I, I, I don't know, it, it just seems like a bit of a a, a huge risk. And I, and I see some people online talking about, oh, but like Vince McMahon took a huge risk for the first WrestleMania and like, look at how that uh, paid off. Yeah, but Vince McMahon had a well-known person named Hulk Hogan at his disposal. 
And with all due respect to guys like John Moxley or Kenny Omega or MJF or Brian Danielson or even if he was to come back CM Punk, they're not at the height that Hulk Hogan was back in the eighties. Like this, this, this isn't the same thing. Like this won't be AEW's WrestleMania one. This is something that I'm not gonna say it's gonna like put the company in a position where they'll close down, but I just don't think this is going to be that amazing like it might be a nice spectacle to see you know a big crowd and a big attendance like at Wembley for a wrestling show but for me it doesn't scream like I can't see any match being big enough for this show to really pay off you know what I mean and like the only kind of caveat about stadium shows is that there are a lot of cheap seats and I'm sure that's what a lot of people will go for and Sometimes when you're in these cheap seats, it takes away from the action a little bit because you're kind of watching it on the screen. You're trying to watch what's actually happening in the ring. And I just don't know. I, I, I don't know if, if this is going to be... I don't know if this is a good... A, I don't think this is a clever decision for Tony Khan to be making. I really don't. But as I say, time will tell. Listen, I'm not a wrestling promoter. I'm not a wrestling booker. I'm just a man with an opinion. And my opinion is that I think AEW are probably biting off a lot more than they can chew. But, as as I say, time will tell. In other news, uh, yeah, like, that, like Friday's episode is something I'm really, really excited about. I, I think I may as well just mention it. It's that, it's that Reddit roast me section. Last year, I did it, and oh my god, it was so fucking funny. And I was speaking to someone recently about it, and they were like, do you think people will recognize that you're doing it again. And I was like, if they do, they better have a fucking good comment about it. So if you're not aware, there is a subreddit on Reddit called Roast Me, which is literally, you you write the, um, the name of the group on a piece of paper, you take a picture of yourself with it, and you give it like a description of yourself, and it is essentially no holds barred in the comments. People can say whatever insult or whatever, you know, derogatory term they want toward the put towards you and now obviously there's exceptions like obviously they can't say anything you know racist or anything like that but you know apart from you know stuff like that it's pretty much no limits uh and it's you do need a thick skin for it but you also need to realize that it is just a bit of fun and like you're signing up for you're signing up to have the piss taken out of you so if you can't take it, like, you know, don't do it. But I think it is so fucking funny. I actually first did it in, like, 2018, when I, like, first went onto Reddit. And I got some, you know, interesting comments. A bit, It was a bit meh. Last year, it was, uh, it was not the case. Let me see if I can find my phone. My phone is... Okay, I'm not pausing this. I'm not editing this out. You can still hear me. I know I'm a bit far away from the mic, but you can still hear me. And here we go. So just to give an example, so if I go onto Reddit now, oh my god, like this is going to be a bit of a throwback. Uh, if I can just find it. So here we go. So I did this on. Does it say the date? No, it just says a year ago. But I was still in college when I did this, and I said Irish trainee actor with BPD and also a professional wrestling fan. Do your worst. And I put up a very unflattering picture of myself. Uh, I've got a CM Punk t-shirt on, which, you know, I, I thought there would be more comments about it. There was one good one uh, that referenced the t-shirt, but that was kind of, that was kind of it. So someone said, hey, Dexter, where's your laboratory? Obviously, it referenced to Dexter's laboratory, which I thought was, eh. Let's find a good comment. Th- okay, this one. Don't you need to have a personality to have BPD? 
Like, that's a good one. Nacho Man Randy Garbage. That was pretty good. Uh, someone said, it's Hornswoggle. Meh. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not a bad one, but it's not, it's not great. Oh, this one. Can you smell what the pebble is microwaving? I like that one. I like that one. God, this one. I actually forgot about this comment. You look like a young Bubba Ray Dudley if instead of joining WWE, he just lived at home and masturbated to tentacle porn. So yeah, as you can tell, the, uh, oh, this one as well. Your hairline is climbing the top rope. Now that one hurt because, you know, come on. Like, I yeah, my hair, like, honestly, my hairline is actually receding a small bit. Now I am in bad need of a haircut. But, uh, you know, that that one hurt. But, like, as, as you can tell, like, the comments can get fairly, they can be fairly out there. Now, I have seen other people post things into that group. Like, I see people with disabilities posting their picture in that group. I see people who, like, put up, like, really tragic stories in the caption. And the comments are, they're incredibly dark. But that is my sense of humor. Uh, sorry, I just saw this one here. The only way you'd ever succeed in life is if it was scripted like wrestling. Okay, that one's pretty... That one hurt a lot. And then I got... Sorry, this this one kind of like... This threw me off a little bit. So you look like... You look like you born already looking 35 years old. I've never ever gotten that. If anything, I get people telling me that I look younger. And especially in that, because my beard was only just starting to grow out again a bit. And then to be told that, oh, you look like you're already... Or that you were you look like you were born already looking thirty five. I've never had anyone now at twenty five tell me that I look like thirty five. Never mind a year ago when my beard was growing out after shaving it like a few weeks before. So that was kind of weird that one. But yeah, I I am looking forward to it again. I think obviously the caption's gonna have to change. Uh, obviously a bit a bit since last year because I'm no longer a trainee actor. You know, technically I have a qualification in acting now. Uh, obviously still a pro wrestling fan but also a pro wrestling referee I wasn't refereeing uh, this time last year I'd taken a bit of a break from it and I still have BPD but to be honest with you nobody really mentioned that but no I'll find something I'll I'll find something to uh, you know I'll find a bit of bait for people to try and hook onto so we'll, we'll see what happens also, uh, something I just wanted to mention as well. I bought another bottle of Prime. Uh, thankfully, the price here now has gone down from €15 euro to €10, euro, or at least in the shop that I bought it from. And I bought the red one, uh, Tropical Punch. And I have to say, lads, it's really, really nice. Because I bought the blue one. Hang on, I still have the bottle. Uh, which is Blue Raspberry. Sorry, it was a bit far away from the mic there. And it was okay. But I remember saying to my jiu-jitsu coach that... I felt like I bought an Aldi Powerade. Now, I like Powerade, but, like, I essentially paid 15 euro for a drink. I 100% could have just gotten for a euro down in Gala in Cork City. Like, or even Century here in Cloyne. Like, it's not even, like, it's it's, it's not even, like, it's, it's a taste that I couldn't have gotten for a much cheaper price. Whereas with the Tropical Punch, it's not worth 10 euro. Like, it should definitely still be cheaper. Obviously, it's because it's not officially launched here yet. And, you know, it's people are bring, are importing it in. But at least it tastes different. Like, I, I can't liken the taste to anything else. So, at least there's that. But, yeah, if, if you're interested in trying a Prime, I would recommend the Tropical Punch. I tried the purple one. Uh, I, I don't know the names of all the flavors, to be honest. But the purple one was decent. The green one, the lime one, that was quite nice. The slush puppy one apparently is meant to be the best one. 
And I think my siblings had that when they were over in Wales last weekend. Um, or the weekend before last, I should say. And they quite liked it, Karis and Sean. But I'm yet to try that one. You know what I really want to try as well is the uh, the, the energy drink, the cans. Uh, like, you know, the, the, essentially their version of Red Bull or Monster Energy. I'm still yet to try one of them. Uh, so that's something I'll have to try out uh, soon. And also something really dodgy happened. I don't know if this is dodgy, but I just thought this was kind of weird in the shop. So when I was buying the bottle of Primark, so I bought three bottles because I, I promised my siblings that I would, I would pick them up some uh, while I was in Cork refereeing. And I said to, when I was buying the, the bottles of Prime, which I was already kind of embarrassed because they had it in a fucking weird fridge and I couldn't work out which side opened the fridge and I was really embarrassed and I had to ask them, sorry, which side actually opens the fridge? There was no handle on it and it looked like it was locked. And also the door was fucking tricky enough to open. But I picked out the three bottles and I asked could I pay by card. And your man was putting the details into the card machine. As in like, you know, he was setting it up and then he, they were like, cash is better, but you know, we can take card. And I was like, okay. And then they were like, oh, but you have cash there. Because they could see a bit of cash sticking out of my wallet. And I was like, oh yeah, but that's how I'm getting home. Because I had to pay for a taxi to get home to Cloyne. And they're like, oh, but you know, ca- cash is better. And I was like, yeah, but I it would I prefer to pay by card. Like, it's easier for me. And these guys weren't fucking letting go. And I was kind of like, I felt Because re- this was quite late at night as well. And I was going, this is a bit dodgy. Like, like, why can't you just take the card payment? And then they were being really difficult. And I was like, look, lads. It's, it's money all the same. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have a fucking card machine. My card is right here. All I have to do is tap it. Why can't you just fucking take the card payment? And then they were like, oh, it's just that we prefer cash. And I was just looking around going... Like, if, if you want cash, I'm going to have to go out and get more. Because I'm not giving you this. Like, this is my way home. And eventually then they conceded and were just like, oh, yeah, okay, look, you can pay by card. But that, I just thought that was really strange. Really, really strange. Now, I don't know if that's something to do with the fact that technically Prime isn't supposed to be sold here yet. And it's because they're selling it illegally, essentially. Like, it's it was such, it's such a strange, uh, such a strange, it was just such a strange situation. I don't really know what else to say about it, but yeah, like I was talking about it today with a couple of people and they were like, yeah, that is pretty dodgy, all right. So yeah, because the first time I ever bought Prime in Ireland was in a different shop and I think they were cash only, which I knew going in. And like that like that was fine. And like the guy behind the counter was really friendly and you know, he was kind of laughing about like, oh Jesus, like yeah, Prime it's selling really fast and whatnot. But these guys were just a bit fucking, it was a bit dodge. And like, I'm not going to give away the exact location. All I'll say is that it's, Pretty close to where I was refereeing on Friday, which, you know, all I'll say right now is that it was in Cork City, but most of you will know where it was anyway, uh, if you're long-term listeners to the show. But yeah, just a, a very, very odd situation that uh, made me feel a bit uncomfortable. But listen, uh, it's not it's not the end of the world, I suppose. At least I got out there eventually, and I held my ground like a man. But uh, yeah, that was, um, that, that was quite... Quite a an intense experience. Yeah, lads, to be honest, like I'm trying to make this episode uh not I was gonna say I'm trying to make it as long as I can. It's not that I'm not picking quantity over quality, but it's just that I know myself that when I listen to a podcast regularly, and if I look at the how long the podcast is and it's shorter than normal, I always end up a little bit disappointed. But as I say, Friday I or not even Friday, but uh, during the week I would have been in no condition to record an episode for Friday, um, I feel much better now, today I'm recording this on Saturday, 
I do feel much better. I will say, though, my shoulder is absolutely killing me, and that's really annoying. And yeah, as much as I'd love to give like a full breakdown of the RCW show, I'm still absolutely knackered from it. And yeah, like I, I, I said I'd have a bonus episode for Monday, or a replacement episode. I suppose technically it's a bonus episode in the sense that there'll be one obviously Monday, which you're listening to right now, and one on Friday, and the Friday one, I promise, will be a lot more upbeat and stuff, because to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit, I have felt so guilty recently with this podcast, because I feel like a lot of the time on here, I've just hit record and just started talking, and there were times where I used to love doing that, and I felt like we'd end up having some of my best episodes, I felt like, came from that. Um, You know, not to say that if I had something planned that it wouldn't be a good episode, I just felt like I was, I felt like I was just really good at just hitting record and talking and that event you know something would pop into my mind and I could talk about it for a long time but recently I think I don't know if it's just like a combination of me being busier and me just feeling more exhausted by the time I came to record I just felt like the quality of the episodes had dipped a little bit and I felt like I wasn't giving this podcast the attention that I would have liked to have given it but I will you know it is something I am aware of and I am working on it and I you know I think I've realized that sometimes it's better maybe to miss a week than to just do an episode for the sake of doing it. Um, now, this, you know, some people might say, oh, but is that not what you're doing with this episode? Like, I genuinely did want to get on here and record uh, uh, for this episode and, and have a conversation. But um, there have been episodes where I've kind of felt like, oh, I have to do an episode now, and, and that's why I'm going to go do it. But listen, you know, that that that's just part and parcel of being a content creator, I suppose. You know, sometimes you will make content just for the sake of it. And uh, yeah, I promise you that those episodes will not be a thing anymore. If, if I have to miss a week, I'll miss a week. Uh, it's funny because there is a certain someone who knows exactly who they are, who will be listening to this episode right now, who gets a little thing on WhatsApp called Straight Outta Cloyne After Dark. And essentially what that is, is I send a very long voice note to one of my most loyal listeners about stuff that I would not be able to talk about on here. Uh, and he you know, he gets a bonus episode. So, yeah. Shout out to that person who I won't name just because I don't want I don't want the other loyal listeners because there are, you know, there's not many of you but there are a few of you who uh, do listen to this podcast every time uh, it's released. And, uh, yeah, I it's not that I don't want to have you guys to have straight, straight out of client after dark. It's just that this person, oh fuck, I'll just say it, it's Porik. It's it's Porik. Like, there's no point in me denying who it is. It's Porik. But, you know, me and Porik have been best friends for over 20 years, so there's an exception. But I did say to Porik, actually, uh, pretty recently, that I'd love if this, ep- if this podcast even ever got to a certain level of popularity to where I could set up a, a Patreon for it, or Patreon, whatever it's called, I would 100% do Straight Outta Cline After Dark, where we could talk about so many more things that... Spotify will not allow me to talk about. And uh, not that I'm exclusive to Spotify or anything. It's just it's just my most popular platform where people do download these episodes. But obviously there are some other ones as well. Uh what the fuck? Never mind. Never mind. Thought I got a spam or a scam text there for a second. It was just a three pre-sale text. Uh yeah, that's something else I'm looking forward to as well, because I was obviously spending some time with my siblings uh, today. WWE obviously coming back to Dublin in June, uh, the first time they've been in Dublin since uh, the pandemic. The last time they were there, I was actually in the front row uh, back in November 2019. But this will be Karis and Sean's first ever live WWE experience, which I think is really, really exciting. Uh, obviously as well, today at the time of recording, Israel Adesanya will be uh, facing uh, Alex Pereira in the rematch 
for the middleweight title, and obviously it's their fourth fight overall because they had two kickboxing fights, so... Uh, yeah, I probably should have recorded an episode after that to give a reaction. But look, we can talk about that maybe a little bit on Friday before the whole Reddit roast me thing. But I'll be posting about it online anyway, so you can just interact with me there if you want. And yeah, that's kind of it for this. Not I was going to say that's it for this week, lads, but that's it for this episode uh, today because we will have another episode on Friday which should be a lot of fun. And normally, when it's not a Friday episode, I don't bother putting in a pro wrestling promo uh, or an MMA, or a classic MMA um, post-fight interview. But yeah, I think today we'll do an MMA post-fight interview to make it a little bit different. But uh, I want this to feel as normal as possible, you know, even though it's not a Friday episode. Um, But, you know, obviously after missing last week, I thought, you know, I I owe it to the loyal listeners to make this seem like a normal episode. So, yeah, enjoy this classic MMA post-fight interview, and I will talk to you all this Friday. Have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Herb Dean is called soft to this contest at four minutes, four seconds of round number five. Declaring the winner by knockout. I said it all week. I felt like this is my moment. 
everything happened in the past, the two years out, the pandemic, all of it, they all say I couldn't come back and do it. There is no ring rust. I told you that already. Now look at me now. Champion of the world, soldier. It's champion of the world. Champion of the world, look at me now. I was born in Jamaica with nothing. I live in a wooden shirt, zinc roof. Look at me now. Look at me now, strap season. We got it, baby. You did it, Leon. You accomplished one of the most difficult things in all of combat sports against the best guy in the world. Congratulations, sir. You are the welterweight champion of the world. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Dana. Thank you to the USC for giving the kid that was born with nothing opportunity to be something. Thank you. It was an honor to call your fight. Congratulations. The champion of the world, ladies and gentlemen.